Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday. My days are thrown off, so... Welcome back. It's Farm to the Show. It's Chris Dickerson and Paul Janish, your two favorite former Reds in another lifetime, maybe. But we're back. Uh, Paul is back. Paul is home. I am home. First day of school today. Um, and it's been, a, it's been an interesting week, as always. I feel like this season in general has just been interesting, and the Red season is basically kind of epitomizes the uh, – the wow factor of the 2023 season. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're uh, playing a little bit better here lately. Got off to a rough start in August, but um, it's, it's an interesting deal, man. They're, I know they got some bad news here recently. Lodolo had a setback in his, his rehab assignment. He's supposed to just make one more start and then be back up with the club. And it looks like that might get pushed back. Obviously Hunter green came back this past weekend and gave up a bunch of hits and didn't have a great bunch of, initial outing. Bunch of hits, bunch, bunch of hits, bunch, bunch of homers. Yep, yep. It so turned, there's some ball was flying. There, um, there's still. Here's the thing, man. I think at the the latest deal, they they're like 28th in the in the in major leagues with regards to the starters rotation ERA, the starting rotation ERA. We we both know that's not good enough, right? That that's 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 the point of that has to get better here throughout the, the the remainder of the season. That being said, man, they're still in the mix. I think they're four games back in the central. They're like a game or half a game out of the wild card. Dude, they still got action. Okay. We still got action. So they need to do better down the stretch. They need Hunter Green to get right. No two ways about it. But man, I I'm 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 still optimistic. I think that with with the play of some of those younger players, I, I think the one that gets lost in in, in some of the um, some of the pub is is Spencer Steer. Man, he's done a really good job. Let's not forget. I think he's still technically classified as a rookie. I know he got. I think he got a little time last September, but they're out on the West Coast. They were playing in Anaheim. Pretty cool story. He's from Long Beach. You know, local kid out there, uh, just south of where you're at, sitting right now, and with the uh, life is good hat on. Big time for Spencer Steer. He's a versatile kid. Obviously, offensively, there's some upside there. Maybe a little swing and miss, but got some pop. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a fan of, of of Spencer playing at home, and I know that you can you can attest to this. But getting the opportunity to play at home, you know, at against the team you grew up watching is it's that's that's unique, man. That's 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 cool for the first time. Yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, I, w- I was fortunate enough to play our our high school championship um at Dodger Stadium and that was that was one thing but actually to play a, a a big league big league game is a completely different ball game I, I still remember to this day having my high school coach uh you know your uh Matt Cunningham your former teammate his uh his father was one of our coaches and they were sitting uh, right behind the dugout and it's uh yeah it's unique for sure I mean I remember playing right field and seeing some of my you know my old neighbors and people that I knew up in the up in the bleachers and to be in that that particular setting night game under the lights it's uh yeah it's it's a it's a wild feeling and it, it's also it, it puts it really into perspective for your for your parents because I always love seeing not just the debuts when their parents are there but you know in their in the, their homes their home city um having having breakfast with my dad the day after and seeing his his emotion just what that's like to see 
your kid and just be in your in in that stadium to be in Dodger Stadium. So I I can imagine being down there at the uh, the the you know Anaheim. What's it called now? What's that ballpark called? In Anaheim? Yeah. Why why can't I remember? Right. Angel Stadium. Like it's, it's just it's just it's still just Angel Stadium. Yeah, it is just Angel Stadium. Oh, there's, I'm surprised. I, I feel I've always felt like it should have been Disney, like Disney Stadium by now, since it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's across the street from Disneyland. That's but a great question. I'm pretty sure it's just, yeah, it's just Angel Stadium. Hey, we're just uh, three it's just games Angel Stadium, Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Angel Stadium of Anaheim. No, Angel Stadium yeah. of Anaheim. That's what it is. No corporate sponsor, just straight Angel Stadium. All right. Yeah. Well, like Yankee Stadium. Speaking mm. of the Angels, they got we got Mike Trout coming back too. Yes, they do. And they yeah, I mean, they need it. I think, you know, there are some teams that are just kind of I mean, the Reds are a little bit better situation, what's happening. Uh it's it's unfortunate that the the Angels are where they are, you know, with Seattle getting hot right now, which they do, which they've, they've been known to do in, in Seattle in, in August, September. And yeah, I feel man. like that's where Cincinnati is. They need a little bit of that maggot, ma- magic where they put together one of those runs coming down the end where, you know, Seattle's got that, that good juju and they're slowly making their way up um, back into that mix. But, you know, like you said, the, the Reds are, they're in a good place. It's like that part in major league where, you know, the guy's talking about the lineup and he's like, yeah, you know, Parkman, he's killing the ball. And then, you know, you got Serrano, you know, he's lying in the weeds, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think we're going to be good. We're going to, we're going to do it. Um, I think that's where the reds are. It's just, we've said this before. It's just, you got to stay in the mix when you're a game game out of the, the wild card. It's just go out, play good baseball. And again, coming down this stretch, you, you mentioned they don't have to play Milwaukee anymore. They have a real opportunity to get some of these games back playing Pittsburgh, um, you know, going down the stretch. And those are the games that you want to have. I think there's a weird argument that could be made is like, do you really want to go and kind of like test your medal against, you know, division rivals, you know, with uh, Chicago in Milwaukee that are, you know, both starting to reemerge and, pl- and playing really well, yeah. or do we just pick up those games and then just, you know, let the chips fall where they wet. They may when like it comes, those, when well. those guys come back, they need them to be ready to go. Yeah, they're going to have to hit the ground running. They just they don't have, you know, it's a the, the margin, the error for margin is is too fine right now. You know, you're half game back and you've already, you know, struggled. You can't, yeah. you know, like I said, you can't continue to give up any ground. And that's why I was trying to make the point of being in a fortunate position to be able to play Pittsburgh um, and and gain some ground, uh, not have to play Milwaukee any, anymore and some of these clubs. But um, yeah, that, yeah that, when these guys come back, goes, they're going to have to hit the hit the ground running. Yeah, they need they need help on that front. That's just all there is to it. So we've talked about this. Like, is is it is it beneficial for them to come back and be in the race and you know pitching these quote unquote meaningful games? One hundred percent. That being said, we're living in the now. They they need to pitch good if they want to get into the playoffs this year. Um, the the team the team as a whole is going to need that. So we talked about how the bullpen's been taxed. Bullpen has done a pretty good job kind of holding up the fort but i think i think if we're being honest they're on empty man they're they, they're gonna need a little help uh getting getting some of those starters stretched out all that to say man i don't know how many games are left you know you, you got the month of september that is going to be huge 
I think it's give and take, though, not playing Milwaukee. It's like what we talked about with Sam last time. You almost wish you could play Milwaukee so you can make up the ground, even though they're one mm-hmm. of the better teams. But at the end of the day, like they're going to have to take care of business against the teams, you know, i.e. Pittsburgh. You know, the, the, some of those teams down the stretch, they have to. It's not just about – I would even go as far as not – it's not just about winning series. You're going to need to mix in a sweep or two um, down the stretch in order to catch – catch Milwaukee I do think that I do think that the opportunity to, to get in via the wild card is probably going to be the best bet at least as we sit here today if if they if they reel off you know 12 out of 14 maybe having a different conversation but that's that's the the benefit of of, of the wild card structure is and like we talked about with this team I, I do think if they if they can figure out a way to to get hot down the stretch it's just not a team that people are going to want to play in the playoffs because they're young and dumb and don't know any better mm-hmm in a good way young and um and you know sadly if you're looking at milwaukee's schedule right now it's like they're not exactly going to be taxed either they're right. going to catch a huge break coming down the stretch right now um the phillies i mean they've kind of you know they've had their issues but they have a three-game series against pittsburgh the yankees are who are in an absolute collapse right now the cardinals Oof. bottom of the di- bottom of the division for four and then going to a struggling Miami Marlins team that was right along with the Reds for that six-game, seven-game skid, um, basically kind of turning around their season from you know the darlings and the surprise of the the AL the um, NL East, um, you know, picking up with their struggles, and then coming right back to St. Louis again. So I mean, it's a very favorable schedule for for the Brewers right now, and that's kind of well, you know, kind of that that script flips a little bit. Because then it's almost yeah, you're better off taking on on Milwaukee and taking some of those games away because it's as it looks, they're in a very good position to kind of roll off, um, roll off some 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 pretty good series here if they can take two to two or three of some you know bottom of the barrel teams rolling rolling in. Hey, so big news is they called up Noel um, Noel V Marte. How do you pronounce that mm-hmm. first name? Noel V. Noel V. Yeah, it sounds French. But I think it's like Venezuelan. But Noel V, um, or it could be Italian. A Noel V. So you had a chance to see him in spring training a little bit, live and in color, right? Live and in color. What, what yeah. Do, what do we What do we expect? I know. I know he's well thought of. I know he's, you know. But but tell me what, what we can expect from this guy. I think he's just he's he's versatile, um, which is great. I think he's he's going to add some pop. He's going to add some speed. Um, you know, I think he's. We've seen that he's been a he's a great base runner and i think uh, early in the season when i came back when we were discussing is just the the presence that these guys are having on the bases um you know they're all they're smart they're they're aggressive so aggressive. i think that's gonna that's gonna continue to play into um you know what this club has done is be able to squeak out runs by putting pressure on defenses um and you know, he's going to be, he's just going to be another support in kind of the middle or, or the, t- the top of the lineup. But I, you know, I think that's, that's what you look for in these guys coming up is that there is no, there's no kind of silo that you're putting him into. He can be at the top of the lineup and he can kind of support, you know, in the, in the middle, but um, you know, all in all, I think he's, I think he's going to be a, a big boost in the arm uh, f- for the Reds coming down the stretch. Um. So again, it's just these guys they just, you know, kind of re- reload. Yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be a little bit of 
He's obviously a talented kid. I, I assume, I think we can assume there's going to be some inconsistency, right? You just hope you catch him. I hope he catches fire down the stretch because it does sound like he's the type of player that can be the shot in the arm you referenced if he's hot, right? And so, like, if he's not hot, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get off to a good start, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how how David Bell handles it because at the end of the day, it's not they're they're not at the point in the season where they're running people out there to try. You need you need to run the best lineup out there. You just hope that 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 Marte gets hot down the stretch because it he can play a couple different positions and I think he can he can be an offensive force in that lineup. Yeah, but they need to he needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Time is there's now. No, the time is now. There's no time for experimentation right now. You know, there's as um you know as much as we'd like to see that you know coming September and that's where. In, we're going to see a lot of this going on, going on around the league. Whereas um, there's a number of wild theories out there. You know, we're looking at Baltimore and Jackson holiday, potentially getting called up as mm. you know, like, let's see what these kids can do. But I don't think of, there's many teams in that position that are willing to do, to do these experiments, these experiments right now. It's like, you got to come in and really, uh, you know, perform and, um, yeah, you just have to perform. There's, there's no other, there's no ands or buts about it. You know, whether it's the bullpen starting pitching and the lineup, this is the time to go. And it's also a weird time, too, that you don't, you know, you don't want to have too much influx and too many, you know, kind of inter interjections with the lineup. It's like if we're, if we're here, we're looking for this club to be solidified and to go into playoffs, what that, what that go to lineup is going to be. And then you're going to have your support guys. But right now, this is the team. This is the collection of guys that needs to get hot going in the playoffs and then having that support system. So who that is, that's going to be determined in the, in the next couple of weeks. And for I'm sure. saying right now, and I say that because we're not in the experimental phase where there are going to be prospects coming in, kind of getting a B's here and there. And that's, you know, for September call-up guys, that this isn't a case where you're going to get called up just to kind of audition for next year. Right. There's no audition. The audition is for the guys that have been up to try to put together the best, you know, most consistent and, and make this run. Yep. Agree. Agree. Um, hey, you, you, you referenced the Yankees being on a little, little bit of a skid, right? Tell me, tell me you saw the, uh, the former minor leaguer that came out and pretty much drove a bus right over the entire minor league system. I can. Yeah, I see that. I was listening to it and I wasn't, wasn't surprised at all. The fact of the matter is, if people haven't noticed by now, like it should be really no surprise that the the theory and the strategy behind the Yankees is basically just you get guys with on base percentage and then just pray that you you hit that three run homer. Right. So it's not really it's not necessarily um, a big surprise that that strikeouts isn't a negative upon you know sure. upon their, this rating system. It's basically like you're looking at power. But every team that they've put together over the ten over the ten years is based on just hit is is based on the long ball, and right. time and time again we've seen these teams going to the playoffs: the Dodgers, the Braves, the the Astros, the guys that are hitting a run, putting the ball in play. They're you know they're they're creating problems for the defense, and that hasn't been something that's that's happened in New York for a long time. But to actually hear it internally come out in a statistical form, in an analytical form. It completes the pie. It completes the theory that this is the way that they've built this system for so long. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty compelling though, because there were some pretty, um, you know, pretty specific things that that he, that he documented. I'm forgetting the guy's name right now. I apologize, but 
I think it's more of a macro issue with regards to development at the minor league level. I know you talk, the Yankees are going to bring in a lot of free agents. That's just the way that they operate based on the budget and the whole thing. But, you know, I think it's a bigger issue. I'd be curious to see how this offseason goes, you know, relative to their minor leagues because they're, look, that organization is super unique. There's obviously a ton of publicity. This is no different. You know, whether or not there's any correlation to them losing nine games in a row kind of in accordance with this, I don't think so. But, it's 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 it lends itself to 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 criticism of of kind of the 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 philosophy at the minor league level which at the end of the day like leads into the big leagues i don't care how many free agents you get you're still going to have to in some way shape or form you got to have you got to develop players if you you know relative to coming up for your own big league team or trades or whatever the case might be so i don't know it'll be interesting to see how, how it unfolds i just i thought it was super interesting that you you get a guy so willing to be so open about it in what I think is safe to call a negative way. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to like, you know, they're not going to blackball them. I don't think we're, you know, we're exposing like the CIA here being like a, you know, government whistleblower. (laughs) Like that's just, that's just the way it is. And this has been something that's speculated for, for quite a while. Now you look at Cashman, you look at leadership, it's like, okay, is it time to make a change over there? Cause it's not working. And every year it's the same thing. It's like, all right, how much more time does Cashman get to get this team over the hump? And it's the same thing. It's the same approach to baseball. It's the same approach to, to, to constructing these teams. It's like you build these players up. We use them as trade bait. And this has been going on for, you know, for two decades is building, you know, you have these prospects, trade them away for big free agents. And then you put together, you comprise these teams over, you know, these superstars and former superstars because, you know, spending isn't spending, isn't an issue. What I would have loved to see is the, the Cubs who are a large market being like, Hey, we're going to completely gut the system. We're going to get rid of, you know, we're going to get rid of leadership at the minor league level and the major league level. We're going to gut this. We're going to invest into scouting. And we saw, and we saw how that turned out. And I think ultimately, I think that's where New York is. They have to really find a way to find, find a way to reallocate some of these, some of these funds and learn and to see what they, what the next steps are in investing in investing in their future. Um, especially at the, the minor league de- development level because these kids that are coming up that they have right now just they're they're not doing it and um you know and and now we have a greater insight to to potentially as as to why um hey so all good points we're gonna flip a little bit here go to little league world series you see this deal about stella weaver the girl in the the little league world series i love it five eight just coming in just no just no bs just firing strikes just automatic strike thrower. Yep. Pretty sure she, um, yeah. Strikes shutouts. No big deal. It, um, but it's the way she was doing shout it. Cause out I to think, Stella Weaver. I, yeah. Shout out to Stella Weaver. Cause I think it was, it's interesting because I think I watched her on the same day that, um, Luis Castillo finished the game off with 48 straight fastballs. Yes. And I could not have been more happy to see the, this wasn't this wasn't right. a con, it wasn't a contrast it was like a direct synergy over right. tail as old as time establish the fastball locate and then just put you know and then use your defense like you're not out there she's not out there throwing a curveball in the dirt a slider like you see some of the other kids because if you watch the I think the China and the or the Japan and Chinese Taipei game. This kid did have a curveball, which was really impressive. He was bearing this thing 0-2. And you know, at that age, it's hard to lay off. 
But then on the other end of the spectrum, she's just coming out. She's literally just grabbing the ball, firing it and, you know, ball in, ball out, ball off the end of the bat and just getting out. And they had mentioned um, that Tennessee is one of the best defensive teams. And I'm like, this is this is what I like to see. Right. Best defensive team. They're, they're saying I mean, they're they're saying that this this Tennessee team is exceptional on defense. And when you can get quick play ball and play, they get these kids working. ball, the third kid picks it on a short hop backhand it short pop up here. I'm like, OK, I really like I really like this girl. I like what the what they've got going on here. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think it's cool. It's uh, she's she's uh, setting records over there. Um, we, need we to have keep a track. couple. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to. I don't know exactly where the Little League World Series is right now. How much, like where they're at in the brackets? We gotta. We need. We need to do a little uh, Little League update right here. Yeah, we'll have to get to that. Uh, we'll definitely have to get to that. But with that being said, um, it was great to see. I love the Little League Classic, by the way. I think that's one of the coolest things yes. that MLB's done. So cool is is doing the, the temporary field in Williamsport, having the you know a big league way go in Williamsport where the kids can come and attend. But again, the feel good story was watching um, Bryce yep. uh, Schwarber and and Turner with their jerseys on cheering on the philly team like how how exciting is that oh man I, I agree with you the partnership with mlb that obviously they're being pretty intentional with that right and that's that's a great event man that's it, you know the something that those kids are as if going to the little league world series is isn't and wasn't always a significant accomplishment this is turning it into a whole new deal they're gonna, yeah. you know the espn deal they're gonna have all this video I'm sure it's going to lead to other opportunities for the kids to, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's great, man. I, I think it's awesome. And, and kudos to the, to the players, meaning the Phillies and the nationals that were the two teams there for really embracing it. Cause I mean, like you said, they're wearing their jerseys. Obviously it's, we can both sympathize. They're in August playing, still playing baseball, but they're at those games cheering, you know, showing really motion. It's probably in some ways a shot in the arm for them saying like, Oh wait a minute! This baseball deal is pretty cool. Look, these kids yeah. are—you know what I mean? Because we we can sympathize with the fact that it can turn into a little bit of a job, and you know it's it's August down the stretch, the whole deal. But so I think it was—it it goes both ways there. Yeah, hundred percent. It kind of rejuvenates the the child, like the childhood energy of playing baseball. The fact that you get to do it every day, and the the kids that you're watching aspire to be you. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just playing, those kids just have so much fun. And I think that's the, that's why we all love watching little league, little league baseball. Cause it's like, this is the world series. This is the big leagues for them. Yeah. The big stage, the big stage. So Rojo's, Hey, it's a waiting game right now. We're going to see, uh, we're going to see, it's going to be, you know, it's the, they're going to get, they're going to get tested. Time um, to go to work, but Rojo's it's time to go to work. It's September. It's it's time to go to work for everybody. And, you know, they don't have the luxury. Like we said, they don't have the luxury to, to kind of miss and match right now. It's going to the the, hey. the guys are going to have to establish the big boys are going to have to establish themselves going down the stretch if they want to take this division. And I think, like we said, a lot of uh, the a lot of characters going to be made in this in this next month. By the way, Christopher, one of our Cincinnati kid on the team, he yeah. showed up. He showed up. uh at the field get a little bit of that oh i love it 
I love it. I little, love that, that 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 shirt's getting out there a little bit. Little Joey Mappo shirt in his life. You gotta appreciate it. Love it. Yeah, it won't be the first right. time you you'll catch me wearing them. I'm gonna have to bring that back. I also gotta probably gonna bring back my my Jay Bruce, but I gotta run that by Lindsay, our producer, to see if that's yeah. uh it's it's child appropriate. 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 Yeah. All right, man. Be good, dude. I know we uh another good one. We'll see each other soon. A little farm to the show. Keep it real. Always do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.